Good afternoon, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. So lumber prices continue their downward slide. And I've had a few people ask me, how long is this going to last before we start seeing lumber prices go back up? And that is a very good question because right now what we are seeing taking place within the mills, within the logging industry, is there is a huge slowdown. The mill curtailments, the inventory depletion up in the hills, the loggers, they're slowing down their their operations as well. Um, in fact, I had somebody tell me that they were up in the woods cruising around the other day and they've never seen so many logs piled up. And this is because the mills are not taking in more timber right now because they're not milling up as much. And this is going to create a gap in production. Now, how long this lasts, I don't know. How far it goes, it's still remaining to be seen, right? Nobody can tell what the future is going to be, but there is an obvious pinch point that is going to come when the demand for lumber starts to increase and the availability out there is depleted. This is the situation that we are running into right now. And I really have to ask a lot of people when all the, all the inflation started to take place and they pointed at lumber and they said, look, this is due to all the Federal Reserve and the money printing that has taken place. You can see it right here in lumber. Now, again, I was one of the few people out there who said, no, this is not. We're going to see lumber prices come back down to a normal. And what is everybody going to say as the reasonings that this all took place? Okay. Now, we find very few people who are now pointing at lumber saying, look, the deflationary scenario is now starting to present itself within the lumber industry. I mean, we're going to have two months now, or two closings of lumber futures. Uh, they close every two months, the contracts do, with really low prices. Now, when I say low prices, they're actually normal prices comparatively to history. Like typically lumber futures prices would be anywhere from two to four hundred per thousand. Right now they're sitting at three forty per thousand. And actually I saw it drop down to uh, three thirty eight at one point. I've, I was even talking with um, with some of the vendors out there who were chattering about it going down to three hundred per thousand. Now this is not what you would see in an inflationary environment. Ne never would you see that. Like the input costs, the distribution costs, the retail, all that would keep prices quite elevated. But it's a supply and demand issue. That's really what it comes down to. See, everybody just wants to look at all the, all the money printing and then forget that there is a supply and demand imbalance that has taken place that is really going to be where prices are found, right? If you have more supply than you have demand, then prices fall, right? If you have less supply than demand, then the prices increase. This is like not hard to understand, but yet a lot of people want to just focus in on, look how much money was printed. And then they just, that's it. That's their whole argument, right? But you have to understand that in order for the inflation to actually take place within the prices, you have to have a consistent and constant input of money through all channels okay that's really important to understand that it has to be consistently going through all channels okay not just like during quantitative easing one two three and four where they printed up a bunch of money and it sat on the bank bank's balance sheet lowering interest rates as much as they could and try and pumping up out as much money into the system through loans that's what quantitative easing essentially was right but when we had the pandemic we had not only quantitative easing, where the Federal Reserve printed up a bunch of money and expanded their balance sheet by buying treasuries, but we also had a stimulus package that was handed out at the same time. 
And in conjunction with that, because of the COVID pandemic, they locked the economy down, which meant that nobody could go to work and manufacture and distribute like they once had. With that stimulus check, everybody ran out there consistently from all channels at the exact same time, started buying stuff. Now, if those stimulus packages continued, we would see the inflation continue, right? Especially if you have a severed supply chain. I mean, then it would really run up. But that's not what happened. The stimulus ran out and the supply chain started to open up again. And we're starting to see the prices peaking out, right? There's talk of inflation uh, or the Federal Reserve reversing course on their inflation fight, right? By keeping the interest rates elevated. There's talk of that reversing course so that you know, to fight the to the recession or to deal with the fact that inflation has gone away. I mean, all these people have these 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 ideas behind it. But take a look at what the Federal Reserve is saying, that they're going to keep interest rates elevated for a significant amount of time. And that bringing inflation down to the 2% target that they are looking for is going to take time. It's because they're not going for a 2% target. They're going for a 2% average inflation rate over time. And we don't know what that is. So it's going to leave it arbitrary to the Federal Reserve. Now, from the things that I have read from the Federal Reserve speeches, from finding articles like the one I leave down in the description for you, is that regardless of what anybody else says about the markets, about the housing, about all that other stuff, the Fed has made no, even no signs at all of reversing course on keeping their interest rates elevated. None, not that I can find. And so as long as those interest rates are elevated, you're going to have pressure on the markets. I mean, this is just the way it's going to be. And that's the real reason why lumber came down is because now lumber is not being purchased from all from everybody from all channels at the same time. See, when you had the stimulus package out there, everybody was locked down at home and they really didn't have anything going on. Then people were bored. They wanted to build new decks, new fences, you know, to block out the neighbor because they were going into, you know, quarantine, self-quarantine or whatever, you know, isolation. This created a huge demand for lumber. Like everybody was out there consistently buying at the same time. Now nobody cares about buying lumber, right? All the projects, like, I mean, how many decks are you really going to build yourself, right? You build that one. That's the only one you need. Same thing with fences and all the rest of the projects that you had going on. So all those past projects that you had considered and all the future ones that you had considered, those things had all come to fruition at the same time during COVID. So now starting new projects isn't exactly like at the top of everybody's list. I mean, I work retail lumber at a local lumber yard. I mean, we're like pretty much the only people around. I mean, there's a few other lumber yards in the county and the demand for like summer projects are not kicking in the gear. Like, you know, normally you would find people wanting to build chicken coops or getting, you know, building new fences or decks or stuff, you know, all those summer projects. I mean, they're coming in, don't get me wrong, but they're not like, it's not like a booming time considering that the lumber prices are as low as they are, right? And that's because the purchasing of, from the, from the, or the demand coming from the consumer is really just not there because of all the past events that have taken place here. And so this is really where we're going to find ourselves going into the future here is that until those interest rates come down, I don't see where a demand for lumber or just about anything else out there. I mean, you can use lumber for an example, but really, I mean, you could think about it in cars or pork. We just recently did one on that. I mean, there's all kinds of, of products out there that are not going to be in line and timing with lumber, 
right? But just take a look at the lumber industry and what has happened there. And we're going to find those type of things happening throughout many industries throughout the economy. I mean, it's, it's not an exact science, but you know, you could kind of see that it goes down a general path, how it exactly goes, timelines, to what extent that's all relative, but you know, this is happening right now. And we're going to find as the Federal Reserve keeps those interest rates elevated and keeps the pressure on the consumer out there that you're going to find many situations like these mills are in where they're just going to stop producing. Right? And that's the real shortages that are kicking in. I mean, that's that's going to happen through through a lot of a lot of the things that are going on in the economy. I mean, take a look at some of the issues that are taking place in China right now. Their exports are dropping off dramatically. Right? And that's again, it's due to this huge demand slowdown that has taken place across the globe and it's also having to deal with the fact that china has increased their manufacturing cost and they're finding cheaper manufacturing other places outside of china yeah. uneducated economist you guys let me know